Hey, we're excited you're here. You know, sometimes we talk about in church going, about, uh, going outside all the time. Don't we talk about that? Sometimes it's good to come inside, though, especially when it's raining outside. But we come together as a church family so that we can learn about what God's doing in our city, uh, beyond our city, and across the world, uh, which is a great transition to introduce our guest that's here uh, with us this morning. He's a great friend of mine, and frankly, their ministry symbolizes the heartbeat of what Christ community is all about. It's about not waiting inside. It's not about uh, trying to sort through what makes us comfortable, what entitles us, how we can uh, uh, grow larger. It's about what God's doing out there and joining him where Jesus is in the action. So uh, without further ado, would you please give a huge hearty welcome to Mr. John Barnett. Hey, buddy. Thanks for coming. Oh, Got your family here with, yes. uh, with you this morning. I do. I have my lovely wife, Rebecca, and one of my daughters, Sarah. Uh, she is about to turn 14. My other daughter, Rachel, is spending the night with a friend, and they're at a different church this morning. Okay. Well, that's okay. Now, um, <laughs> I'll hold that against let me Let me ask you. Do you typically not feed your children before church on yeah, Sundays? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I saw yeah. Family Dollar stop that's right, off there. That's right. That's right. We're a very works-driven, you know, family, and so unless you get up and do the right things, you know. No, no, my daughter got up. We got up early to leave coming in from Louisville, and we got here, and she was like, I didn't eat breakfast this morning. So, yeah. So I'm the terrible parent that, that sent them out in the rain. So. That's good. Well, I'll just make She was know, lucky she got the umbrella. Well, you ran you know. into my Rachel yeah. over at Family Dollar this morning, too, just That's to right. be honest. So, right. anyway, uh, John is with uh, an awesome group. Uh, that our church is partnered with, and actually my family is part of the team, and the name of the ministry is Refuge Louisville. Mm -hmm. John, could you tell us, uh, number one, a little bit about your story okay. and about kind of how this whole thing with Refuge Louisville started and exactly what it is? Sure, sure. Just uh, real quick, a little background of my family and I. We spent over a decade serving with the International Mission Board. We spent um, about five and a half years in Uganda. That's where we first started working with refugees and got a, got a heart for that. Uh, this crazy guy, Joseph Coney, uh, invisible children attacking villages and people were just flooding into the city. We we're trying to see how we could serve them. We spent another almost seven years serving in North Africa and Southern France among Algerians and that. So we just had a passion for mission our entire marriage. And then as we came back from the mission field, there's an opportunity with uh, Refuge Louisville to step into that position and so that's kind of a little bit of background of how I got to that position then Refuge Louisville is we say it's local churches embracing refugees I know we'll talk a little bit more here about what we do in a minute but uh, our passion is what we call intra-church meaning that we want to see everything that we do because it's gospel centered and gospel intentionality come out of the local church but then because we will share the gospel and people will believe how does that feed back into the church amazing great man you know how much I love what you do uh, John and I have become good friends, and through the course of that process, just sort of that shared heart and that vision of, of reaching to the hurting, to the lost, those that are actually being kicked out uh, of, of their homes. Um, so I think, I think it's an important point to stop here to say that the balance on this issue can be one that's highly political. Uh, people, there's a lot of tension, it seems, um, that this issue can be very polarizing for people. Correct. So uh, there, there are some, uh, as it relates to whether it be immigration or refugees mm -hmm. or whatever, there are some that are very passionate. Right. And then there are some that are 
all security driven. That's right. And so what, what I'm interested in and what you've mm. taught me and what I've learned from being involved is balancing that tension between uh, passion and security. And I wonder right. if you might speak to that. Sure. I mean, one of the driving verses or a few set of verses that we use come from Acts 17, uh, verses 26, 27, where, where as Paul is speaking to the, to the man on Mars Hill, he's explained to them that um, God is the one, from one man, God created all the nations of the earth, and he's the one that has appointed their times and appointed their boundaries. And he did that so that they would seek after him. And so when you, I like to use those both sides in terms of passion. What we always say is we're not a politically motivated group and that we, we see that the vision and mission of God never changes and that uh, all men are created in God's image and have a right to hear the gospel. And as we think about that verse in this appointed time, we think we're the ones that have received God's grace by no merit of our own. One thing we have in common is nobody chose their parents, nobody choose, chose when they were going to be born. But as the church in this appointed time, we have an opportunity as the nations are being moved because of evil acts of evil men, we have an opportunity to stand up and embrace and to receive people with the gospel. And so our passion is to see Christ glorified and exalted in the heart of every man. But in, the t in terms of security, you think of it's God, even though so many crazy things are happening, largest uh, crisis since World War II, and people are being shifted because of war. And you're a refugee, just real quick to understand, because of violence and persecution. These are the people running away from the violent men who want to want to kill them. And so as even though we turn on the news, the world looks crazy, we can see and trust that God is still in control. And as the nations are being poured into our state, into our cities, they're coming here, there's no aha days with God. And I, I believe that one of the reasons he's bringing them here is because there's so many strong churches, so many believers who are in this city who have an opportunity to meet them where they're at and to share Christ with them. Because it says in the verse, God does these things so that man would find him, that they grope for him, that they might come to know him. And we have an op awesome opportunity as the church to meet people where they are. And you'll never have mission without sacrifice. So there's a fear. Don't, I mean, we want to do it with wisdom. We don't do it with blind, you know, just, oh, we'll just jump in there and do it. No, we do it with wisdom, trusting in God. And just know that the refugees and those that we're working with are the most vetted people that come into our nation. There's just an awesome opportunity to share Christ with many who have never heard. I love how you figured out how, how the, the mess of what's going on in our world and what we can see, how you've turned that into an opportunity and how God, God has turned it into an opportunity, right. but he's put it on your heart to meet that. And I, I love the way that you phrase that. Uh, my family, as I mentioned, is involved with Refuge Louisville through John's leadership. Uh, Eric Allen is our team leader. There are five, six, seven maybe families that That's are right. in, engaged with, uh, with the, the family that we received. Mm -hmm. And we met them at the airport, mm -hmm. um, and we, we began to walk with them. And it, and it starts off uh, with the very, very little things like being able to read a package or That's learn right. how to open your door or a window right. or... Uh, thinking about your personality, mm -hmm. kind of where you've been, you, you mentioned you were on the international mission field right. for 12 or 13 yeah. years. All right, most of us sitting out here, including myself, are like, I, I wouldn't know how to even get started with right. something like that. Like, I see it, mm -hmm. I, I, I read about it in the news, it's just really intimidating. Right. Uh, I don't feel adequate to, to engage mm -hmm. with that. Um, could you, could you share or encourage us a little bit about 
how, how Refuge Louisville sure. helps people like me step into that. Sure. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that Refuge Louisville exists. We're not a huge ministry, but a small group of us who do have some of that experience, not some sort of expertise, we're trusting in the Lord, can help be that connection. We can help people answer simple questions like, what do I say? Cross-cultural communication, getting connected with people. That, that's what makes people nervous. I call them questions that hinder empowerment. Or, or, so we do a thing called hospitality as mission and a training that helps you get connected and we journey with you. They say, who do I tell? That's what a lot what Refuge does. How do you get connected to a family that's arriving? How do you go into a neighborhood and connect? The, uh, we help you journey with your pastors preaching the gospel and it's out of the local church with the question, the secret question, which some of you might be asking right now is, what makes you think I'll do this? All right, that's crazy. And that it's because of Christ, it's the gospel, and we help journey with you with training. And then the fourth question is the church planting question is why it has to be local churches. What do we do if they say yes? How do we begin a new work in that? So we journey with you through that process, and uh, we're seeing the Lord do amazing things. We've seen people just this last year, we've seen several, several people come to know Christ, a new church started, and uh, the Lord's at work. That's amazing. Uh, I think we may, do we have a picture in the back there? Um, of yeah so here's here's all the kiddos uh intermingled in there is uh is christ community family as well as uh our refugee family um i could tell you they they've become family to us that's great uh one one quick story is rachel went uh one morning to take the family to the doctor's office mm -hmm. and usually when you go to the doctor's office you're in and out with a, a well visit you right. know so you're you're there but all six of them need to be seen so it's like five or six hours, right. gets back, drops, uh, drops the husband off at work mm -hmm. uh, because he doesn't have a car right. way to get there, uh, goes back to the house, realizes the house is locked because the husband has the key but can't get access to him until he gets off work. <laughs> so goes to uh, the local grocery store. They're sitting on the uh, uh, porch there, and they just get a bunch of food, and they just sit there and hang out. And, of course, it interrupts mm -hmm. Rachel's day. Right. So she has to find someone to pick up our kids. I mean, right. this... What a mess. But by the end of the time, uh, the wife looks at Rachel and says, sisters. Mm -hmm. and that's, oh, it's powerful because love communicates. You can't fake it. It's not Christ and us. It's Christ in us. And so many times through simple acts of kindness and then starting to journey with people for long-term sustainability, you, you, it's not as difficult as we try to make it. They'll turn and say, sister, or they'll say, why are you doing this? What is going on? Why would Christ Community Church drive in to Louisville and do this? You have opportunity to share the gospel. One thing, if you have questions or anything afterwards, is a new thing that we have going in one of the apartment complexes where we have a unique opportunity to serve families. We partner with a group of men who own like 200 of those apartments. We're opening a welcome center there where we can really serve those families on a deeper level. So it's not just a welcome team you, you could get involved with. There's plenty of opportunity for a one-time serve here or there. So don't think, oh, well, you guys are way in town and that. Um, but uh, we'd encourage you, love for you to be involved. Dude, it's been worth the drive. It's been fantastic to work together. Uh, one parting shot. Um, how, can, how can we, um, as a local church, mm -hmm. get, get, com uh, get engaged like in a tangible way as we leave here today? What would be your recommendation for a first step for someone First, first step, we do these uh, orientations. I, I've, I've talked to your pastor, Blake, about uh, possibly coming out and doing one here. We do have one on the 22nd that we do at the Refuge Building. 
Uh, coming to one of those is a great way to hear the larger vision and find tangible ways to get involved. But if you'll just get our email, get our contact, shoot us some information, we'll be happy to answer any questions. We'll journey with you to get involved. The process is not difficult. But that Welcome Center is going to be opening up a lot of opportunities for direct engagement with families. And again, if you don't hear anything else, We'll journey with you. We're not going to leave you alone somewhere. We're not going to drop you off and go, oh, there's the apartment. Go in those people's house. And that will help you get connected. We have relationships. And the Lord, just in this room alone, there's not a single person, a gift that you have that couldn't be used to glorify the Lord and to see and to share that with others. Awesome, brother. Well, let me pray for the ministry and uh, thank, uh, thank you for coming. God, we're, uh, we're grateful uh, that you've given us uh, the opportunity. You've given us the freedom uh, you've given us the security. Uh, you've given us the passion to be able to reach out uh, with the love you've shown us. And, God, you initiated it uh, through your son, Jesus. Uh, for us to be able to reach out and to help the hurting, uh, to reach into the lostness of this world. Uh, God, we're just so grateful for Refuge Louisville. Pray that you would continue to use it in a mighty way. Thank you for the vision that you've given the leaders there. Uh, thank you for John and his family. We pray for protection for them. We pray that you would continue to embolden uh, John and his leadership and his team. Uh, they would continue to uh, go outside uh, to, uh, to know what it means to join you in the action. We're so grateful, and we pray all that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, John.